Recorded live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. You are tuned into the award-winning Poet Radio Show, where your host this evening for Talk to Me Tuesday are Monda Love and Cotton. And this is part two of Have You Ever Dated a Married Man or a Married Woman? Uh, we got a lot of feedback from our first show. This will be the second show where we'll be discussing this topic, and we'd like to get a little feedback from our audience. And right now, I'm just waiting for my host to kick in, Miss Cotton, uh, the soft-spoken poet, so we can get the uh, show started. Um, this is our second show, um, and the first show was pretty exciting. We got quite a bit of feedback, and it was so exciting that a lot of our listeners asked us to bring that topic back in. So in the meantime, I'm going to wait for my host to come on in. Also, I'm waiting for other callers to connect in. I'm getting some messages. They don't have the number. So I'm going to send out that number to a couple of our uh, callers. Still waiting for my co-host to come in with me uh, so we can dialogue with the callers. Um, Some of the topics that was discussed was um, a lot of the callers called in and shared their experiences with dating a married man and woman, um, how that relationship came about, and how uh, they resolved that issue, how they overcame it, you know, the good and the bad, the ugly. And so we are back again, once again, discussing um, have you ever dated a married man or a married woman? Um, again, waiting for my host to kick in. Um, I don't see her on the line. So I'm just asking you all to bear with us for one moment. Um, This is Londa Love, and I'd like to thank Black Ice for the opportunity, uh, giving me this opportunity to host uh, for the Court Award-winning radio show. Um, He's been kind of instrumental in getting this thing started. Um, Let me see where my host is. Um, I don't see her on the line. I do have her see someone from Texas, so stay with us. Um, hmm, maybe I will go to the line. Okay, Texas, are you there? Hey, how you doing? Hello. Good, Hello? good. State your name. Yes, state your name. Where are you calling from in your comment? My name is Ingrid, um, um, CEO of the Spoken Word Cafe and EnglishWorld.com, calling out of Texas. Uh-huh. Um, Cotton okay. is our featured poet for the month, and I'm calling in to um, support her. Okay, okay. Okay, I do believe I do see Cotton on the line now. Okay. Hello, Cotton, can you hear me? Hello? Texas, are you still there? Yes, ma'am. Okay, I'm not hearing Cotton. Okay, I do see her now. Hello, Cotton, are you there? Why you can hear me? <laughs> yes, I can hear you a little. Texas, stay on the line for a moment, okay? Stay with us. You have me on mute. I'm, a, I'm just talking. <laughs> okay, yeah, I just saw you pop up. So how's it going, uh, Miss Cotton, the soft-spoken poet? <laughs> What's been going on with you? You know what? We have not chatted in a minute. We ain't gonna talk about that right now. It's 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 the it's the supporters. Look, all weekend. Look, I saw you doing your thing all weekend. I'm like, okay, she was supposed to call me. I did call you. (laughs) Okay, we're talking about this. I waited for that call. I'm like, where's Miss Cotton? Then I saw y'all was up in Wisconsin. <laughs> I did you. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, okay, doing y'all thing. I, I, I called. Said, oh, wow. I didn't get the call. Yeah, I didn't like, get anything. 
Yeah, so I'm like, okay. You know, I was letting the callers know that we were doing part two of have you ever dated a married man or a married woman? I'm doing part two. I know in the first session we talked about this. You said, of course, because you've been with your love forever, so you've never dated a married man or, you know, so that, you know, excludes you totally. <laughs> right, right, right. So I'm just I'm just going to listen in and draw in from everybody else's experience. <laughs> I shared this in the first segment, in the first part, part one of this. I have dated a married man and um, would never do it again. But it's one of those things where if you are if you have a relationship with God in any way, you will mm-hmm. feel the wrath. Believe me when I tell you, you will feel oh, the yeah. wrath. Okay. Yeah, I believe one of our callers talked about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I believe one of our callers spoke about that. And I believe one of a oh, couple of our callers were still feeling the pain from um, yeah, feeling was. The, and the whole nine. But at some point, you have to forgive yourself and move on. Otherwise, you, you know, I mean, it's the reason why Jesus died on the cross. So it's just one of those situations where. You can't beat yourself up forever. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You have to Massachusetts on the line. Um, state your name, 
what part of Massachusetts you're calling from and your comment. Hi, my name is Dale, and I'm calling from Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, Boston. <laughs> yeah, city of champions. Yeah. But I will say right off the bat, congratulations, Blackhawks. Y'all did it. Thank you. <laughs> I'll, I'll give the credit where it's due. <laughs> yeah. Look, we're happy somebody finally won for us. <laughs> okay. Topic of the dating a married. I have never dated a married man or woman. Um, I never would because I believe strongly in the sanctity of marriage and going outside your marriage to me is a sin. And I feel like whether your marriage is going good at that point, whether it's at its worst point, you should not invite a third party into your marriage. Once you roll out the welcome mat into your marriage, which is basically your home, then that's when trouble starts, whether it's in the form of a lover, whether it's in the form of even family and friends, it doesn't always end well. And mm-hmm. even statistically speaking, only 4 4% of married men end up leaving their wives for their mistresses. So that right there should tell you something, that no matter what promises they give you, you know, we're getting a divorce, I'm going to leave. No, they're not. They're filling whatever void that they think is there. It's really not. There's just a lack of communication in the home between the husband and the wife, but no third party can solve that. Because whether, whether it's the husband or the wife stepping out on their marriage, the person that they're stepping out with, they're not paying bills with them. They don't have children with them. They're not living with them 24-7. They're using them as, what, an escape for a few hours, a few days. They don't really know that person. And then let's not yeah. even talk about the possibility of disease and pregnancy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. So, Cotton, what do you have to say about that? I'm going to ask her because I, 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 I totally agree with um, what she says. Like, like I said previously, it's not, it's not something to play with. And the funny thing is that the person who is the outsider thinks that their punishment won't be as great as the person who brought them in. But the, mm-hmm. the punishment is actually the same um, because you are helping another person commit adultery. Exactly. So you're just mm-hmm. as guilty as that person. You know you didn't make the vows. No, you didn't. But once right. you find out that you're sleeping with a married person, you are now just as guilty as that person. Absolutely. But I was going to ask her, I wanted to ask her, and I'm uh, Boston, mm-hmm. um, do you feel that um, the, do you feel that the outside person is more uh, responsible or they're equally responsible? I feel like they're equally responsible, but there's a lot of gray area with that because uh, depending on, it depends on how it all started. And I mean, in a lot of cases, it starts with, you know, whether they're familiar with each other or not, it starts with, you know, oh, I'm having this issue or, you know, my wife or husband isn't doing this. And then, you know, the outside person can genuinely just be giving advice in a genuine way and then the married person takes that as, oh, okay, I still got it. You know, this person's not only consoling me, but I'm taking it as a flirtation when in turn for the outsider, it could be the complete opposite and then it develops into something else. Or on the other end of the spectrum, the outsider's sole purpose could be, okay, this person's married, I fully acknowledge this, and I don't care. But like they always say, how you get them is how you lose them. So you're, this outside person is sitting here messing around with this person who's married, thinking that they're going to get the same result, which is marriage to this person. You don't start to think that 
just because they ended their marriage with their wife or husband and got with you that the same thing's not going to happen to you? Right. That I can agree with. You know, that old saying, what goes around comes around. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, we're going to hear from, stay with us, Boston. We're going to hear from our next uh, caller on the line from Northwest Indiana. Hello, Indiana. State your name, where you're calling from in Indiana, and your comment. Hey, y'all, this is KK. I am calling from Hammond. Hi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I still... Um, I'm still at the same mind frame. I feel like it is absolutely wrong. I almost got caught up in that situation, and once I found out, I stayed far away from it. And like I said, to this day, even in my Instagram DM yesterday, this dude continues to message me. <laughs> so stalker. I, just, you know, I, I mean, stalker. <laughs> I refuse, and I refuse because I'm like the minute. I feel like the minute people get what they want, they'll leave you alone anyway. But I'm not I'm not trying to entertain it because I sit and I think, what if that was me? What if I was sitting at home and my husband wasn't and and when he comes home I'm I I think women have that intuition where they know that something yes. is not right, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I couldn't imagine. I, I just couldn't imagine. So I wouldn't do it because I wouldn't want nobody to do it to me. Absolutely. We're going to go back. Stay on the line, KK. We're going to go back to the line. We have quite a few callers. We're going to go to the next call, which is from Illinois. Illinois, state your name. What part of Illinois you're calling from and your comment in regards to our topic, which is have you ever dated a married man or woman? Hi, this is Erica. I am calling from Naperville, Illinois. And my response to that question is, um, no, I have never dated a married man or woman. And my thoughts upon it is that it is rightfully and selfly wrong. I heard some of the ladies talk. I actually agree with them uh, for the most part, especially the Boston caller in regards to how it all starts and um, a little bit of how it all starts. Every situation is different, of course, um, but I solely agree that it is wrong. And sometimes I also feel like the people that that even do it, <clears throat> that um, it's outside of the marriage that's looking in. Sometimes they fight off insecurities and situations with themselves, and they have to look at themselves and um, examine what is it about them that attracts this married man or married woman that that think I could just be their mistress or that think that I would want to play that role of being a mistress. So mm-hmm. a lot of times it's at fault with them and their character. True, I believe that. And we're going to hit on a few uh, reasons why uh, a lot of people get into uh, relationships with married men and women. Let's stay on the line, uh, Erica from Naperville. And we're going to take another call, so stay with us, okay? All right. Okay, we have Illinois on the call. Illinois, state your name. Uh, which part of Illinois you're calling from in your comment in regards to the subject? Okay, saying okay. something? Yes. Um, state your name, where are you calling from, and your comment in regards to the subject. Okay, we're going to move right along to Kansas. Hello, Kansas. Your name, where are you calling from, and your comment. Is it me? Yes. Uh, hi, this is uh, Oshan Malik. Calling from uh, Evanworth, Kansas. Oh, I'm one in the building. Boom, man. What's up, ladies? Um, How you doing? Uh, bless, man. Bless, man. Just trying to uh, excel. Just trying to excel. Okay. Trying to get back to see y'all. I miss y'all, man. I got to get back and see y'all. Real now soon, we like next month. Perspective. Let's, let's, let's see what Oshan will say. 
Wow. Um, I'm going to say, yeah. I mean, I have. Yes, I have. Um, won't give the tender what term of life it was, but I did. Um, at, at one point, it was like, um, like you know, living a spy's life, you know, um, almost secret agent. Um, but uh-huh. once it came to the, uh, it had to come to a tail end, you know, and uh, it's a shame to say that, you know, they ended up getting a divorce. But um had nothing to do with me, and by then we had already stopped. But it was it was fun while it lasted. So, so it, to me, it's more like a fling. Um, it's a superior motive to when things aren't happening in my eyes. You know, when things aren't happening correct uh, between the established two, then mm-hmm. that one will uh, look elsewhere for just that particular reason to make it right. No matter how wrong it is, they're going to make it right. You know, and then I guess, you know, we all believe in God. And we all pray for our sins and for forgiveness. So, you know, that's just, a, to me, a part of life. We all aren't perfect, and, you know, we make those mistakes. And if you still love your mate, hopefully y'all can work it out. But if not, you know, hey, sometimes that sidebar is where it's at. It keeps your mind off of some of the drama, the negative, uh, keeps that balance at home. How some women will say, you know, they're just trying to help you keep the balance. Uh, at the same time, you know, it's, it's selfishness on both sides. So nobody's really going to get so do you think that um, whomever the cheater was, whether it be the man or the woman, do you think that they should um, be forgiving or should, should it, because because you often hear men say men are the ones who will who will you know as soon as they find out their woman cheating a lot of times they'll just dismiss her immediately. But then women are more forgiving. So my question is, do you feel like no matter if it's the man or the woman in certain situations, should they give it another try and try to be forgiving and work it out? Well, if the other one don't go get theirs first uh, before, you know, uh, submission begins, uh, it is a long and hard process. And um, that's when God really has to take over. And uh, trust really has to begin all over again. For real. Well, I mean, yeah, that's I mean, that's absolutely true. There has to be some trust there. You have to be willing to trust the cheater, whomever the cheater is. You got to be willing right. to have some faith in in that. And I get, you know, I get in each each situation is different. So I understand yeah. that point. If 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 it was vice versa, and um, I was cheated on. Or if I was maybe bad in the past and she forgave me and, and you know, something happened in, in that future of us, you know, trying to make it right, I, I couldn't be biased or, or it would be me, you know, preaching blasphemy or we wasn't meant to be. That's all. Right. So, so get a man up or a woman up, put the big drawers on and, uh, you know, look at the sun. Right. Absolutely. So, yeah. I appreciate That's that. Amazing. Thank you. We heard from a we heard from a man's perspective. Now, what do you ladies think? Okay, we're gonna go to our next caller, which is from Kansas as well. Okay, caller, state your name, what part of Kansas you're calling from, and your comment in regards to the subject. Hello. You scared them away, Alonda. What'd you do? <laughs> I see them still on the call, but I don't hear them. Okay. Hello, caller. Okay, we'll put that call on hold, and we'll go up to, I see, Poet Kai. Hello, caller. Uh, state your name, where you're calling from, and your comment for our subject. Hi, this is Kylie Brown, calling from Chicago. <laughs> Hello, Kylie. <laughs> Hi, ladies. How are you? <laughs> We're good. Yeah. Um, share with us, Kylie. Yeah, I'm. I'm actually just um, tuning in, so I missed the uh, the the last comment. Um, but I know the subject matter is: um, Have you ever uh, dated a married person? So. Um, I guess I'm going ahead and put myself out there because, you know, God is still working on me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, you can be I, open and honest. 
Yes, absolutely. So, um, yes, I, I have um, dated a married person, um, and I knowingly knew that person was married. Our conversation mm-hmm. beforehand, before we even decided to, you know, go that route, was why he was looking for someone. Well, he was in his 60s, and so was his wife. She felt that they were too old to make love because they were grandparents. Wow. And he still had his libido. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So, Mm. uh, I mean, it probably wasn't right, but he would put me on the phone. When I called him on the phone, he would put me on mute and let me hear her say things like, you know, get your old ass away from me if he would try to initiate sex with her. Wow. Mm. Yeah. That's interesting. So, yeah, so, I mean, unfortunately things happen, and like I said, I, I, I am in no way, um, you know, encouraging this behavior. Uh, however, some things happen, and so, you know, you make a, a conscious decision um, to whether or not you're going to engage in this act, knowing how you feel about it, whether it's morally or socially. So, so Kylie, uh, and, I, and, I, and I want to ask this of, as, of, the, uh, of the other ladies as well, if we can get them to respond. Mm-hmm. In your mind, because I know for me, because I had to put myself out there too, for me, even after I found out that he was married, I didn't stop it right away. I had programmed my mind to believe that this was the right thing that I was doing because according to him, his marriage was no good and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Did you at any point, like, convince yourself that you were doing the right thing, like this wasn't wrong for you at any point, even if it was a small portion? Did you ever convince yourself, oh, it's okay, it's right, because, you know? Truthfully, no, um, and and only because his situation had mirrored mine uh, in, in some ways. Um, I was married. At the time, I was not married. But when I was married, that was one of the things that my ex-husband would use as a control. If I wanted to initiate sex, he would keep it from me and only give it to me when he felt like I should have it. Wow. So I, I understood being feeling like you're in um, a physical prison, you know, mm-hmm. by by this person that you love and you are sexually attracted to in every way, but you have no way of expressing that to the person. Hmm. So in my situation, I understood what he was going through. And, and when he proved it and he did not lie about anything, everything was very out there in the open. So I, I made that conscious decision to do it. It, was, it wasn't based on lies. Oh, wow. Yeah. Who has a question? Mm-hmm. Hello? Hello? Yep, you I think I lost, I, I lost my call for a moment. Okay, we're going to, we're going to go to, I'm going to try to get back to Kansas because I see them on the line. Okay, stay with us, Kylie. I'm going to go back to Candace, uh, Kansas, I'm sorry. Hello, Kansas, are you there? Hello? Okay, I guess they're just listening. Okay, I'm going to give uh, my top ten for the show, and it's based on a lot of reasons that people have given me as to why they have dated married men or women. And the first one is they're looking for, they're not looking for a committed relationship. They want to mess around and go home. They don't want to commit, you know, there's no attachments. Uh, The second one is they usually cheat with people who share similar interests. You know, if I'm a poet, you're a poet. You know, if I'm a singer, you're a singer. We like reading. We like whatever. They have that common connection. Uh, The third is they have an emotional connection. Uh, They get emotional satisfaction from a person. 
and is more common among women than men. Uh, the fourth one is they like the thrill of the chase, you know, that, you know, that feeling of being wanted. Uh, the fifth is uh, unmet needs and unmet desires are fulfilled in these relationships. Um, also, no strings attached, easy sex. They like hearing they like hearing and having access to someone else who is passionate and they enjoy bringing out the inner tigress of a woman. This is mainly from a man's perspective. Um, also from a male perspective, it's an ego boost. Um, they're power tripping. You know, if they're dating a married woman, they're unavailable, they're still another person's man or woman for that case. Um some others are the married person doesn't owe the dating person, the single person, anything. You know, it's just wham, bam, thank you, man. I'm about my business. Um, also, they can screw around, no strings attached. You didn't have to answer to them. Um, they also wanted, like, again, that chase. You know, it's no attached attachments. And it says, the last one is single people rarely get attached to married people, mainly men, because they're not looking to have anything long-term. So those are my top ten. So what do you have to say about that, Cotton? Hello? I heard a woman saying this may fall along the lines of some, a lot of what you said, but I literally heard a woman who wasn't who was actually married to my ex. She wasn't my friend, though. Um, mm-hmm. Once she divorced, she said she'd rather date a married man because she doesn't have to do the wifely duties. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that. <laughs> I've heard that. But she's also a woman who calls herself the devil. I don't know. So I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I, I don't want to share. And so that was one of the reasons that took me out of that entire situation. And I think, mm-hmm. as I said before, the person who, who is just a cheater will continue yeah. to do it and <laughs> convince you that you should be doing it with them. Right. I had one guy say he just did it just because, you know, it's, he said, I have to, you know, and I'm like, oh, really? I wonder what that's like. <laughs> so, yeah, I think it was an evil thing for him. You know, it's an evil thing, like it says, power tripping, you know. I think some people, some people just aren't meant to be in relationships. Yeah. They're not, they're not meant to be in relationships. And by the time they figure it out, sometimes it's too late because they've already got other people involved in their mess, like the this is off topic, but, uh, but like the man who later finds out that he likes men. Like you didn't oh, already had two grand, you didn't already got married, but now you decide all of a sudden that this you, you're just that person. Everybody's not meant to be married, and you should really look at yourself before you get into a marriage and go stand before God and do these vows. Absolutely. So that you know that this is what you want for sure. Right. I've also uh, discovered just from reading, you know, stats reading online, the majority of relationships where is someone involved with the married person, they're usually single. So yeah, I didn't have true. any data in regards to two married people, but most of what I gathered, it had something to do with one person was single, the other was married. And mainly the single person was really benefiting from the relationship more than the married person. You know, of course, the married person was, you know, cheating out of, you know, lack of, you know, attention, lack of being desired, you know, lack of communication, whereas the single person, it was like just the thrill of the chase. You know, I can get this, I can do this, and there's no attachments to it. I can, you know, get in and get out and it wouldn't be any repercussions. You know, nothing yeah. to face. Sometimes you can that single person. 
You don't know if that person is using a condom, even if they are. I mean, you really don't know because they're single, so they have free reign to do whatever they feel like doing. There's really nothing you can do about it. It, 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 unless they just choose. It doesn't necessarily mean that you are, though. So it's a lot of, like like the caller said earlier, there are a lot of um, things that you should consider if you're going to step out on your your spouse, your your husband or your woman. Yeah, just from, you know, different people that I've spoken with that have personally dealt with this, I, on the other hand, have not. Uh, thank God, um, is never anything good that comes out of it, you know, because you severed ties with the person that you're supposed to be the closest with. Um, it's ruined a lot of families, a lot of trust, you know. It's hard to trust again. And it takes, like, a long time to get through that whole healing process. So I've never seen anything good come out of cheating, whether you're married or single. <laughs> um, one of our callers, uh, Ingrid, said she wanted to ask a question uh, in Texas. I'm not sure if she's still online. Okay, we're going to go back to Texas. Okay, Ingrid. Hey, ladies. Um, hey. I have, a, I have a question for you. Is it cheating mm-hmm. if the man is married and it is a, um agreement? Uh, what do you mean? Like what military, for military, for BAQ, BAH? Oh, that's interesting. I believe it is. Yeah. If you're married, I believe it is cheating because marriage is supposed to be between just those two people. Now, if you are, I believe if you're in, as they said, an open relationship without the marriage commitment, then I believe you can do whatever you want to do if you have that agreement. But I believe once you become married, uh, all other relationships as far as sexual, emotional, should be severed. So, yeah, I do believe it's cheating still. Wow. What's your take on that? You know, in my opinion, if you you went before God, whether the judge saw you or not, if you decided to go before God and get those vows, you have now made a commitment to God that you are going to uphold those vows. So, yeah, I would have to say, yeah. But I understand that because military people make these contracts, verbal contracts. (laughs) And unfortunately, you know, they probably shouldn't, but they do for the money. Yeah. Okay, um, that was a good question. Okay, we're going to go and back I got, to I got another statement. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, <laughs> I have a good friend of mine that was mm-hmm. dating a married man. And mm-hmm. I know for her situation, her husband, the husband and the wife stay together because of the kids and because of the investment, you know, the home the investment properties and what have you that they had together. But they were not happy. So for like five years, he stayed involved with my girlfriend until he finally decided to end the marriage and, you know, they got closer. And they've been with each other now for like ten years. Wow. And and this happened, they were with each other five years while he was married, like she had to go through the crying during the holidays because he was with his wife and his family and all that, you know, and and Mm -hmm. finally she gave him an ultimatum and was like, look, I can't do this with you no more. It's going to be me or her, and he chose to get a divorce. Oh, wow. But I know that was his biggest complaint was I have so much invested into this relationship, even though I'm not happy. You know, and that's usually yeah. most men's cries. 95% of most men's cries that they're not happy, but they won't get out until you either step away or you, like she did, give them an ultimatum. It takes that 
huge because now they feel like they're about to lose something. But the fact that the cheating happened, I'm sure, like you said, she went through really these really rough moments prior to getting to the point to where she is now because it wasn't right. And what, she, what and this is just me giving an opinion, what she should have done was just took that step back in the first place instead of waiting five years and he probably would have stepped up sooner. Mm-hmm. I'm glad it all worked out for her. Yeah, but I, I'm kind of like, um, oh, was that Boston? It, when, a, when a relationship starts off salty, I don't see nothing positive for it. And even yeah. though he was not happy, he was in his situation. So, even if they stay with each other 30 years, like you say, sometimes karma come back to you. It could be sooner or later, but getting into yeah. a relationship in such manner, I don't think is positive in the long run. Yeah, because I think for some of us women, we're most like, we're more likely to just get out opposed to whining about it. Men want to whine about it because they want to have their cake and eat it too. And this is just, this ain't my opinion. This is just what I've seen over the years. And some men constantly, try, because I am single, men constantly trying to come at me in, in different directions, knowing that they have somebody. When you have somebody, there's no way you should be trying to convince the single woman, the woman who don't have nobody, to be in a relationship with you, knowing that you're in a relationship because what you're doing is you're bringing somebody into your mess. But instead of them getting out, they want to see if they can have their cake and eat it too. And if we allow them as women, now I'm on the women kick, if we allow them as women to continue that behavior, they'll never step up. They'll never own up, and they'll they'll continue to do what we let them get away with. Because on one end, as I said in the first part of this, the wife is turning her head because we all have that women's intuition, as someone said earlier. And then the girlfriend or the mistress is also turning her head because she knows that he's married to somebody, so he's getting away with whatever he's getting away with. And it could happen. It could happen. It could happen the other way too. But I'm just speaking from the women's perspective. We let men get away with a lot of crap when it comes to that kind of thing. We let them have their way on both ends. So they got their family on this side and they got their, and their wife and they got the mistress on this side. So when they're not having sex at home, they can come and have sex with the mistress. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. You're absolutely right, Cotton. We got to stand stronger, y'all. Y'all know we got to stand stronger. <laughs> I know Boston mm-hmm. is on That's right. That's what I'm talking about. See, y'all should just oh, listen to me. Don't do it, girl. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's about that time for Miss Cotton to do her goals. This is going to be interesting. <laughs> I had I had to choose something because uh, I had to choose a dear cottontail um, question out of the many that I did receive. So I decided to go with um, one in particular, and I'm going to go through and re- I'm going to go through and. Uh, read this question that I received earlier. <laughs> Go ahead. I got some interesting mm-hmm. comments over here. <laughs> oh my this is about to end. This is a, it's about to it's about to go down, y'all. It's about to go down. All right, All right let's hear it. So the question is I'm I'm trying to make sure that I have it have it in my position so that I can get it off to you correctly. Now the the point of cottontails is that um, we have some supporters who come in and, and ask cotton questions and look at a little bit of feedback on their own personal So the question is, why do men feel so intimidated 
by a woman's success. Hmm. So now is it that they feel intimidated or are we making them feel intimidated by by having it cover over their head? So are we saying, well, I make the bulk of the money, you do basically do what I say? Or I pay most of the bills, you don't see nothing around here. Like, is that the conversation being thrown out or being thrown out um, in the in a heated argument? Or if he wants to buy something or if he spends money somewhere that he's with. Or maybe he's out hanging with the fellas and he's spending the money so he's back. But that's coming from because I don't know, I can't see. And, and there are men who do feel intimidated by a woman's beauty. She gets attention mm-hmm. by having to say a word, by the amount of money that she's making, by attention that she gets. It's still above her more than him. I mean, there are a lot of factors that can turn into little boys and become intimidated, intimidated by his wife. Or his mm-hmm. his significant other. Alanda, what do you think? Um, I believe some men may be intimidated by a woman because it may be how she treats him overall. I've seen successful women, you know, because they have a certain education level or such certain income status, they tend to make the man feel not as important as they are, or if they think he's not performing at a level that she thinks he should be performing, it's going to cause a lot of friction. Um, I've seen it before, you know, talking down to him, you know, embarrassed about his uh, his demeanor, his presence, embarrassed about his occupation, so, yeah, I think sometimes it have a lot to do with how the woman treats the men. Uh, a lot of men are comfortable with their women being successful, especially if they are taking care of them at home, uh, nurturing to them, catering to them. They don't have a problem with their woman's success. So I believe a lot of it has to do with the perspective of the woman and how she relates to him personally. Right, but there has and, and and with any of this that we're talking about, you have to have that conversation. It can't be a yelling match. It can't be an argument. There to have that conversation between the two of you so that you can figure out that compromise, that that middle ground and that understanding so that she understands that she's going to be hardworking and what he's doing. She's going to be hardworking that he can't be, so he's not feeling intimidated by her success or the amount of money that she's making or what she's doing. But at the same time, we don't like losing men. One of our guests is, yeah, one of our guests is chiming in via chat, and he or she is saying that um, I guess regardless of how much the woman makes, a man should be a man, which I totally agree. Uh, no woman is going to make you feel lesser because of money, and I believe it's a man. He said, I've had sisters tell me I didn't have game. I said, cool. Then when they found out, it took them uh, it took them for their body and their inner money. And it says men just don't need to be intimidating. Um, a woman doesn't need to lessen her intelligence or her drive or grit. If we're married and you make 100K and I make 50K or I make 10K, 100K and she makes 50, we win. So that's from guest number 18, which is, I agree with all of those points. <laughs> it's no longer a I or a no longer I and us. So whether he said, if I'm okay, I believe Cotton, you're breaking up a little bit. Hello, Cotton. I'm not sure if we lost the call. 
Yeah, we did lose the call. What I'm going to do is go back to the lines and get a little feedback from our callers uh, in regards to the subject of the show, also in regards to uh, Cotton's tale uh, with um, uh, men being intimidated by women who make more money than them. I'm going to go to Kylie. Hello, Kylie, you still there? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Awesome, awesome. Um, I actually have a comment about both topics. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, One thing, being a a single woman, um, a single black woman who prefers to date black men, um, Mm -hmm. the the dating pool is very difficult. I'm just going to say it that way. And I'm not going to pretend that there isn't some things socially that, or some things that society has done to um, some black men. I, like I said, I'm saying some. I'm not generalizing. It's not everybody, okay? Um, right. That makes it very difficult for them to even make what I make. So exactly. if, I don't, if I don't tell myself that I'm dating for the sake of the person themselves, I probably wouldn't date at all. Because there's not a whole lot of men that make what I make. And I'm not saying that I make a whole lot of money, but I'm saying I got a pretty good job. Uh, A lot of the men that I talk to either have some reason why they were incarcerated. Now, it it could be something as small as domestic violence, but if it's on their record, they can't get a job Mm -hmm. with it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. You know, um, and so and then they don't always have the opportunity to even get better jobs because as children, sometimes when they're raised by a single mother, they have to go to work right away. They can't go to school because she can't afford to send them there, you know, and yeah. if he's not a straight A student, he's not going to college. So right. the thing is, and then also when when I'm dating someone where I make more money, I they do feel they tend to feel emasculated. Mm-hmm. Um, and even my my ex husband felt that way because I made more money than him, um, but I would put the money in the bank account and he would take care of the bills. But he still felt like since I made more money than him, that made him less of a man, and it became an insecurity that I had nothing to do with. It's all about him. Right. So right. basically that, that's my comment on, on, on that part. Um, but I also, yeah, <laughs> but I also <laughs> wanted to say that I know two gentlemen that are married. They are my friends. Mm-hmm. They are married. They both have stepped out of their marriage because both of them have wives with terminal or chronic illnesses. So one has a wife that's in stage four cancer. One has a wife that's had diabetes for 20, 30 years, and she has neuropathy. So it means that her the nerves in her legs and her feet and things like that, either they hurt or she can't feel them. So either way, these men love their wives. They don't want to leave. They're not looking to leave. They're there for the long haul. However, they do step Mm -hmm. out in order to have sex. And typically, they find someone else that they can take care of so they don't have to worry about condoms and things like that. So it's almost Mm -hmm. like they have a second family in order for this particular time in their life. I don't judge them for it, and I feel sorry for them, but I don't know. I can't give them any, you know, any... um, suggestions on what to do in a situation like that. <laughs> oh, wow. We have Cotton back on the line, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we lost her for a second. Again, you all are tuned in to the award-winning Poet Show, where your host tonight for Talk to Me Tuesdays is Londa Love and Cotton. And Cotton, come on back. Come on back. I believe we, we lost the last part of your comment before you, the call dropped. Yeah, well, I don't remember what I said. You know, I got short-term memories. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say this. I want to say this for, so for any man listening, because for any man listening, if a woman is with you, because you can't have it both ways, 
So, see, y'all whine about women being with you for your money, and then you whine about when a woman is making more money than you and some men, not all men. You whine about how um, it's intimidating. You can't be intimidated by a woman making a little bit more money than you because guarantee she ain't with you for your money if you're making less than her. Guarantee that. There are other attributes about you that she absolutely adores. And if she's married to you, she knew what she was getting herself into prior to that. So you have to have that conversation because, from my experience, a lot of people don't sit down and have that conversation to get into the marriage. We don't talk about the finances. We don't talk about the sex. We don't talk about those things when you really should, before you get married, have those conversations. Right. No matter how much money she's making, no matter how much money you're making, once you took those vows, your eye went out the window and it became an us as a unit. So you have to have that conversation. If you're already married and you're having these issues, please have that conversation before you give up on the marriage. Sit down with a counselor, your spiritual counselor, a pastor, or who's who's open have that conversation with both of you. If you have children or if you don't have children, but if you love each other enough to make it work, love each other enough to have gotten married, then at least have the conversation before you part you can become a problem between the two of you. Absolutely. Yeah, I love it. Okay, I'm going to unmute. Uh, the calls, and I want everybody to give their 30 seconds on the subject at hand tonight, um, what they got out of this, um, out of the topic of have you ever dated a married man or a woman. I believe we do have uh, a military wife online, and I know someone had addressed uh, something in regards to of arrangements that people in the military have in regards to their marriage when they know they're going to be away from their spouse uh, for quite a, a while. I'm going to go ahead and unmute some calls, and we're going to start with Mid-Texas. Hello, Texas, are you on the line? Yes, ma'am. Okay, and your take on the whole show this evening, you got 30 seconds, just give us your input. My take on the whole show this evening is to encourage women to have principality and self-respect and follow God first. Do what you feel is right in your heart. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Thank you for that comment. We're going to go to Massachusetts. Boston, are you on the line still? Yes, I'm here. Okay, give us 30 seconds of your input on the whole subject, the, the two subjects that we've discussed on the show this evening. Well, the, the subject concerning uh, dating a married man or woman, at the end of the day, till death do you part in sickness and in health, there is no excuse for a married no. person to step outside of their marriage whatsoever, point blank, period. As far as the subject with men being intimidated by women who make more money than them, I personally don't understand why they would be intimidated. You have to support your woman just like your woman has to support you. And I was going to kind of preach on this, but I only have 30 seconds. All I'm basically (laughs) going to say is the Willie Lynch speech for the making of a slave is true to this day, and it was said in that speech about the the male slave depending upon the female slave who more often times was either his wife at the time or the woman that was set to be his breeder or his mother. And to this day, men, not all men, some men just have a hard time dealing with women that are more successful than them. And a lot of it, believe it or not, stems from that. If you're still confused on what I'm talking about, look up that speech and read it. Like, overanalyze it and you'll get exactly what I'm talking about. Absolutely. 
Well, thank you, Boston, for tuning in and giving us your comment. We're going to roll over to Northwest Indiana. Northwest Indiana, give us your 30 seconds on tonight on our two subjects. Well, I will speak on the one about the man being intimidated by the woman making more money. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I think that some men are just classic, like old school. They want to take care of the woman, you know. Absolutely. I think that that is not necessarily that he's intimidated. It's just that he feels that that is his job. Right. And that's it. That's all I got. All righty. We're going to roll over to Illinois. Come on, Illinois, give us your 30 seconds on our two subjects this evening. Um, as far as the married man, married woman um, situation, still feel like it's wrong, um, no excuses. As far as the um, intimidation, man being intimidated by a woman making more, I feel like um, I agree. Piggyback off what the person just said is um, sometimes I still feel like some men have that old old school mentality, let me take care of my woman um, because of their morals and values that they was instilled with. So um, I totally agree with that, with that oral aspect. And as far as military, um, yeah, we have a military wife on the line. (laughs) I'm actually married to um, a military man. And um, what the woman has said is absolutely correct that some, some, some people, um, um, have contracts as to where um, you can you could dip out while you while while you're out on sea or um, while you're deployed or something like that. But when you come home, it's back to business and back to me. Um, I don't agree with it. And once again, it's not all military families, and it's not all military men and women. It's some, and I mean, it's just military and normal civilians is basically the same. Same communities. We all human. They do the same thing as civilians. Same thing. Infidelity, infidelity is wrong. All righty. Thank you for that, Miss Miss Erica. <laughs> okay. Let's give us your 30 seconds on our two subjects for the evening. Hello? Okay. I guess they don't have anything. Okay. Illinois, give us your 30 seconds on our two topics for the evening. Hello? Hello? Okay, please, they're just on the line. And I we have a, we have a, a fly on the wall. They haven't chimed in or anything, but I'm going to see if they have anything to say in regards to our subject. Hello, caller, are you on the line? Hello? You'd be scared. Okay, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, we have a couple of flies on the wall. They're just tuning in. All right, Cotton. And do you have any um, any last uh, remarks in regards to our top our two topics this evening? As the lady, I'm gonna do this real quick. Uh, Shout out to Silverware Cafe. Please check out my girl IngridsWorld.com. She actually Mm -hmm. does great promoting. So if you have anything anything that you need promoting going on. Check her out. Go to her website. But as far as the um, the topics that we discussed, at the end of the day, the two people that are involved in the marriage aspect of it, you, as I stated earlier, the best thing for you if you're having any issues and that any marital issues, you should go to God first and everybody else second. So don't put your business out there to your friends and family and have them looking at your mate sideways when the situation is just between the two of you, um, especially when it comes to infidelity because once you guys reconcile, you still got your family and friends looking at that person sideways, like, you know. So you don't want to right. create a bad image for that person, especially if you decide to stay with them. As far as the intimidating, um, the question of the cottontails question, um, that's, again, something you should definitely have that counseling session uh, with in regards to any of it. I always say go to God first and everybody else second. That's my segment, Cottontails. All righty. Well, once again, we have had a great show. This is our second show, 
And we want to thank all of our guests for tuning in, either by phone or by Internet. Um, this was very interesting. You know, this, I was just in cotton. I'm like, this is going really well. But we want to thank um, everyone for tuning in to the award-winning poet show, Talk to Me Tuesdays, uh, where your hosts are Londa Love and Cotton, the soft-spoken poet. Uh, Cotton is a very talented poet and author. You can check her out at softspokenpoet.com. And we will be tuned back in in two weeks. And we'd like to say good night to all of our guests. And thank you for tuning in. And join us again in two weeks. Good night. Talk to me Tuesday. All righty.